Yo, what is good, family? I am back. Pays and Plays podcast here. I do apologize for no content dropped this week. Been really busy with a crazy new work schedule. You know how that shit goes. After maybe next week, it should be easier for me, especially now seeing the time supposed to be coming in. You know how this shit can be. It is good Friday, though, y'all. And I will get into these games. I do have a game that I am going to be betting today. But, you know, championship week for college football and, of course, NFL for this week. NBA, um, I don't really have nothing NBA this week. Yeah, sorry about that. I feel like I'd rather give you guys all football content since I missed the whole week. I'd rather give it to you. Um, the way that I'm thinking about approaching it, uh, when it comes to the NFL, actually it comes to both. I would tell you what I am going to bet, and I'm going to tell you to be careful games. And I might give you a little just, you know, like a price right, you know, because, you know, some of these spreads are kind of perfectly matched, right? So let's get into the collegiate, though. We do have two games today. Uh, the first one is UTSA in North Texas. I'm not betting this game, but this is a game where if you like UTSA, I mean, no one likes the money line at, at, at 315, right? No one likes the money line. I wouldn't like the money line. The spread is minus eight and a half. And last time North Texas played UTSA, and I believe it was at UTSA, uh, I mean, UTSA only won by four points. North Texas actually was up majority of that game because I remember watching the ticker sometimes when I'm watching the other bets that I was placing under the CBS Sports Network. Um, I do love UTSA quarterback. I've been, I have been mentioning it. I think he's a senior this year. If he's not a senior this year, he's a junior. He will probably be a top three, top five ranked quarterback next year if he's going to be, a, if he's a junior. I like UTSA to win, but I don't know. That eight and a half is kind of like, eh, I won't be betting that game, but this is a be careful game for me. Now, this next game, these next two games I'm going to be looking at, I will be talking about both of them. One I will be betting, one I'm just watching because these are big implications to what will go down. So you got YouTube, Utah, correction, Utah versus USC. This is the Pac-12 championship game. Look, I got USC to win. And the cover. You could pick the minus two and a half. It was minus three in some books. Or you could pick the money line at buck one fifty. I love USC here. This is they lost to Utah at Utah by like what three points. This game is going to be a neutral site game in Vegas. I like USC to win this game. I said it earlier this year before the season starts to a couple people. I said Caleb Williams will probably win the Heisman. Of course, some people are biased ass Buckeye fans. So of course they'll say CJ Stroud, which is understandable. But Caleb Williams. First year USC with Lincoln Riley. We saw the same system in Oklahoma. He, he's been phenomenal. I do think this is the game where he pretty much, you know, put the nail on the coffin. Kind of like what Bryce Young did against Georgia last year in the championship game. Give me USC here. I would definitely bet in this game. Give me USC money line. And I do believe they will make the playoffs because obviously if they win this game, they're in. Now, the next game, this for me is a stay away. But, I mean, hey, you know. This is a big game, too. You have Kansas against TCU. Um, I, I really don't know. TCU, we know they they usually come from behind win. Yeah, they beat up on a, on a shitty Iowa State team that don't have no offense. But, I mean, with we don't know if Adrian Martinez is going to – I don't think he's starting, but they say he's available to play. And I have realized when TCU faces mobile quarterbacks, they do kind of struggle. Kansas State, hey, they've been pretty phenomenal this year. 
Uh, when I looked at some of the information about the team, I found the head coach used to be the head coach for North Dakota State. You know, when he had Carson Wentz. I don't want to say Trey Lance, but he had Carson Wentz and all of them. And I mean, hell of a coach. You see what he can do with Kansas State. So, but TCU has been good. But I don't know who wins this game. Like, my heart tells me Kansas State, but I'm not betting this game. This is a be careful game. I, I, I just don't really know. Um, now, I will say, if TCU does lose, I have to caution fans, Ohio State will come in. Now, if USC and TCU loses, then you know, obviously, it's going to be Ohio State and Alabama. <laughs> that means Michigan will have to play uh, Ohio State again, and Alabama plays Georgia. And regardless of who plays Georgia, even if Ohio State, they say USC wins, TCU loses, Ohio State's in the playoffs, right? You have to play Georgia at Atlanta. That's a fucking home game for Georgia. I mean, did we not see what Oregon what happened to Oregon? I don't. I, I mean, to me, it don't matter who really plays Georgia. They're gonna fucking lose that game. Just the home field alone, they feed off that. Uh, I think Georgia could probably be New Alabama. This sounds crazy, but we'll we'll see. But that's just my analogy on this. Um, I think things will be interesting because if people aren't aware, in the 2024 season, we will have the 12-team playoff expansion thanks to the Rose Bowl approving that with the TV contract. I think that will be big. I would try to go to a home game, to any game, because, you know, I think the first few games is going to be at home and then until they get closer to the, um, you know, to the Natty and, you know, to the Final Four or whatever. I think that will be good. I love it. I mean, hey, you see 1 through 12, you see the best 12 teams, then you really can't say shit, right? But anyway, let's carry on to Saturday. We got the MAC. Championship game, Ford Field in the D, Toledo, Ohio. Look, people who know me, I've been on Ohio wagon all season, right? I think they won seven, eight games in a row. I know my homie Maple, the Maple, the Maple Missile, right? I know he out for the season. I loved him as a quarterback, but I love their backup even better, actually. And Toledo banged up quarterbacks, banged up team, limping into Ford Field. That just caused me to pick Ohio to cover. <laughs> now I need to cover the plus three. Give me the money line of plus 130. I mean, I've been on Ohio all year. You know, with the sophomore quarterback the guy, he can, he's a dual threat. He can run the ball. He can throw the ball. And that helps his offense for Ohio because they can't run the ball too. The defense is in. But long as they score, if they hop on it, 10-point lead game against Toledo, and Toledo has to play catch-up, I can see Ohio winning this game easily. I will actually be betting that game. And lastly for college... Well, not lastly, but I'll give you another perspective of another game in a minute. I like this crazy for me to say this, but I like UCF money line to actually beat Tulane again. It's hard to beat a, a team two times in a row, but Tulane weakness is the run defense. UCF, I got to see if the quarterback is playing. The quarterback is playing. I feel more confident with this pick. I mean, he can run, he can throw. And when you, they had almost 300 yards on the ground against Tulane last time they played them. So, I mean, if you still can't stop the run, just like I always say about NFL, right? If you still can't stop the run, there's really no difference. So, I'm going to go with UCF Moneyline. I know, another plus underdog. I like plus money. Go ahead and go take that advantage of it. Uh, let me see. Fresno and Boise State. I wouldn't be betting this game, but I actually would like Fresno State. I do think Fresno State has a chance to win the game at Boise. Now, this one game, this last game I have for college, 
Well, actually, you know what? I might as well talk about the other two also. So Purdue and Michigan, I like the over 52 points. Um, it doesn't shock me that Blake Corum was not playing for the rest of the year. I mean, the minute I saw him only play two snaps, that gave me the indicator that, uh, yeah, he's not playing. I like Donovan Edwards. I, he played amazing against Ohio State. But the main thing for me is really J.J. McCarthy. I, I'm glad Harbaugh opened up the book for their game against Ohio State. But I need him to, to continue doing that. Okay. Now, against Purdue, I don't think they'll cover 17. You know, if you want to box some points down, maybe tease it down to either 10 or 13 around that range, that's fine. Fuck it. Probably parlay that. I will probably say you have to probably parlay that one. But um, I do love the over 52. Purdue got a good receiver that I kind of been watching a little bit. It's kind of good. He, he'll 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 make some shit shake because I mean Michigan Michigan secondary isn't like top tier. Don't get it twisted. But I I still think points will be scored both ways. Fuck it, give me the over fifty two. Now this last game I'm going to talk about man oh man, Clemson 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 and they play North Carolina. Now listen, I took a Clemson over ten and a half fucking wins. I fucking lost by the hook. If I would have known, and I'm gonna say this publicly. If I would have known that. It wouldn't have include the championship game that makes them eleven and two, and I would have never fucking took it. But I mean, hey, I mean, I can't really bitch about it nowadays. But um, you would think Clemson covered a minus seven and a half. This is a stay away game because North Carolina doesn't play defense, but they can score. And Clemson offense isn't. I mean, DJ Ugalele. I feel like every time he's on the field, you're gonna have questions with this guy. They should have went with the K guy. Maybe a long time ago. They should have just went with him. I think he has more problems, but we'll see when it gets more into the spring because obviously we'll find out more about that. And um Kay McNamara, me find out that he goes to Iowa. Oh, whoop you fucking do. I, I can give a fuck less about Iowa. They they can't score anyway. <laughs> now let's get into the NFL. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my stay away games. I'm gonna give you my Price is right games. And I'm going to give you the games that I'm going to be betting. This makes sense, right? Break it down to you in better ways. So, stay away games. Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Lions. Now, I know some people will probably want to see, you know, if the Lions can do anything. Both of these teams really aren't that good. I mean, we both know it. Um, with the Jacks, the defense is eh. The secondary is not good. The Lions' defense is iffy. I mean, they, they've been better. Don't get twisted, but this is a stay-away game. Uh, at first, I saw that Lions minus one. Now it's Jags minus one. I, I mean, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't have a good read for that game. So we're going to call that a stay-away game. Okay? Hey, if you want to pick this, hey, go ahead and be a degenerate. I under, I, hey, I respect some degenerates. I, res I respect some sharp betters. I respect it, but this is a game that I won't be touching. Another game I won't be touching. <laughs> the, the Jets and the Vikings. I mean, I don't know how much is the Mike White thing was hype. The Bears defense isn't good. I mean, let's just be real. And I mean, with the Vikings, I mean, Vikings sometimes they, they bullshit around. They do. But this is a team I believe they should easily beat. I mean, they beat the Patriots, and I don't think the Patriots is all that. And the Jets, to me, I mean, 
I just really don't know. So I stay the hell away game for me. Now let's get to the games. I will be betting. Cleveland Browns against Houston Texans. Look, minus seven is a lot to me, but for it to be Houston, I actually love it. So I'm gonna go with Browns minus seven. I mean, I've been saying it for the last few weeks. The Houston Texans are bound to tank. Tank, 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 tank. And when it comes to the offseason, I will be talking about draft props and drafting. Well, I'll get more in details with that, especially since what I've been seeing from the last few weeks in college. I would definitely think about that. But um, I like it. Deshaun Watson comes back to Houston. I saw some videos of him not throwing the ball right. But if Kevin Stefanski is anything bright, He's going to let Nick Chubb run the ball. Nick Chubb props is 93 and a half yards. He gets 100 yards this game. I mean, he, he's going to get 100 yards. I don't care. I'm going to smash that over. If you're feeling coffee like me, just say he gets 100 yards. And maybe, you know, maybe, you know, it's juiced up at minus 125 for the 93 and a half. But you might get some more. You might. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Can you even do more? Uh, you can't do alternative on DraftKings, but I think he gets 100 yards. Because if I see him getting over 93 and a half, I see him getting 100 yards against this shitty-ass Houston Texans defense. So I actually like the minus seven with the Browns, and I love Nick Chubb over 93 and a half rushing yards. Um, now, this is a be careful game because I don't, I, don't, I don't understand this line. But um, Denver Broncos against the Ravens. Ravens are nine and a half. I, I just don't see how. I, I, I really don't know how. I mean, this team all fucking year, bro, they can blow me out by fucking 21 points and I can fucking come back and beat them. They've done this every fucking week, it seems like. The Panthers, they only won, what was it, 13-10 or 13-3? Like, that shit was awful. It's like Lamar the first few weeks of the year, Amazing, he helped me win money against the Patriots. He was um, that game against the Patriots was amazing. If you ask me, that's probably the best game I've seen him play all this year. He has not been that way the second half of the season, and now I believe he has like a little hip injury. So this is the thing where I'm kind of wondering what the fuck is going on with him. That's this is a be careful game, but hey, I mean, if you believe you know Broncos country, let's rock and cover. Go ahead and take the plus nine and a half. Because I know there's a lot of problems in that locker room with Russ right now. So, I'm just going to be careful, y'all. Just be careful. Now, I'm going to discuss three games that I will be betting. Well, three more games because obviously I picked Cleveland, right? So, let's get right into this shit. Green Bay Packers. I'm taking a minus three against the Bears. If, keyword, if. I believe A-Rod will be playing this game. Because, you know, he talks about how he owns the Bears. I was watching a, a little bit of Pat McAfee interview he had with A-Rod. He was talking about how Brett Favre had those consecutive games and without missing the game, and that's why he's going to play. I know he had a rib injury. If Justin Fields isn't playing, yeah, give me give me the Packers. I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't care what the line would be. The Bears' defense is fucking terrible. Um... They got a lot of potential in certain spots from what I've seen, but they're all young players. And you're playing against A-Rod. Even if it's Jordan Love, because, hell, even Jordan Love came in against the Eagles and they're pretty decent. I, it just If I don't see Justin Fields play, I don't see it as a close game at all. Next game, 
Miami Dolphins versus the San Francisco 49ers. Look, I love Dolphins plus four, and I love one of the money line. I love both. Mike McDaniel's coming back to San Francisco. This is the perfect coach that knows Shanahan. I mean, look at it. The offense for Miami is pretty much done, but San Fran, but just in the East Coast, right? The defense is a little iffy. If anything, I do like the over 46 and a half. I do think there will be points scored. The problem I have with the 49ers a lot of times, they play down to their competition. I watched last week, they played New Orleans. New Orleans is, what, plus nine and a half, plus eight and a half underdogs. Most of the game, they're fucking covering. It didn't even score a point until, obviously, it was 13-zip. Camaro at the goal line, he fumbles the ball. Of course, that changes the game, 13-0, right? Niners will play low to the competition sometimes. It's either Tua or Jimmy G. I'm going with Tua. I've been rolling with Tua a lot of times this year. Y'all can go back and look at the tapes. <laughs> I talked bad about Tua for years and years, and I came out and apologized. He proved me wrong. The motherfucker is balling this year. And, you know, for him to be, what, top three in the MVP odds is not shocking when they're definitely number one in the East. Would have never expected that. That'll see how that changes later on in the season when they play Buffalo again, you know, some of those other teams around again. But I love plus four, and I love the money line also. Next game, Kansas City Chiefs versus Cincy. Hey, look, this is I'm not even going to overthink this game. Give me the goddamn Chiefs to win the cover. You can pick the minus two and a half. You can pick the, the money line. I'm picking the money line with the Chiefs because I said this is the time of year where they win games, but sometimes they won't cover. You're giving me minus 140? Fuck it. This is a payback game. Patty Mahomes has something for that ass. Um, the Bengals, they, they've been low-key, you know, grinding and earning some of these wins, but Mahomes and our offense, it really don't matter, right? Everyone was talking about, oh, Tyreek Hill's gone, this, this, and that. I mean, as long as you got Patrick fucking Mahomes, I mean, it doesn't really matter, right? And the defense will do what it has to do. And there's some trash talking between Justin Reed and Jamar Chase. So I'm almost kind of curious if Justin Reed going to show up with that Stanford brain and ball out. Now, what I'm looking at, as I'm looking at the, the Chargers and Raiders game, eh, the only thing I like in this game, and I'm, I'm going to look at it right now, I always talk about how bad the Chargers run defense is. Josh Jacobs over under rush yards is 91 and a half. I'm going over. I don't even care that it's 90-something yards. And to me, what tells me that, if you let James Conner, and I remember before I even, the game started, James Conner over under for rushing was 67 and a half. And he had over 100 yards against this team. Murray had almost, what, 50 yards against this team. This Chargers team can't stop a damn soul. And this is the division game too. So give me Brandon Jacobs over 91 and a half rushing yards. And uh, this is a... This is a lean. I will have to wait till Monday, of course. But the Saints and Buccaneers, look. I have a Saints future ticket. I almost feel like I have to bet this game because <laughs> this is this is like the last stand for me with, with that fucking game. Um, I feel like if it, I saw it at plus four earlier in the week. So I have been monitoring some of the lines this week, even though I haven't discussed it. And... It dropped down to plus three and a half. I'm assuming if Jameis Winston is going to be the starting quarterback, I almost feel like the Saints will win this game. I mean, last time it was Brady and uh, Winston, 
it went down to the fourth quarter and decided that, right? And it was a neck and neck game. Buccaneers, they're they're fucking terrible. They can't even run the ball. The Mike Evans Brady connection, something's wrong with that. I watched that game against Cleveland. That whole meltdown. I was so fucking pissed. Like for real. I don't know what's wrong with this Buccaneers team. I, I just really don't know. But the Saints defense has a number against Brady. So I'm gonna willing and hope that the Saints show up for me. I fucking need them too, guys. And let me go ahead and give y'all a teaser for the week. Y'all know I got the teaser for y'all. Let's go. Let me see. Let me see. So we're going to pick. All right. I'm going to pick the Titans. Right. I didn't talk about that. But another game where they play the Eagles. And I keep saying the Eagles can't stop the run. So I'm also going to go with Derrick Henry. Over 83 and a half rushing yards. That's all you giving me with him. That's, that's fucking go. I'm going to take that too. So I'm going to take. That Titans. We're going to take the Browns. We're going to take the Packers. We're going to take the Dolphins. And we're going to take KC. We're going to do Sunday. We're not going to do the Monday night game, too. We're going to do the Sunday games. So I have those five games. Five teams, should I say. We're going to tease that. Six points. So now you got Tennessee at plus ten and a half. You got the Browns at the pickle. You got the Packers at plus two and a half. The Dolphins at plus 10. And you got the Kansas City Chiefs at plus three and a half. You guys, let's have a great weekend out here, man. Let's get this money. Back at it. Daily routine next week. You guys have my word on this. Like I said, I've been busy. But you guys be safe. And shit, let's get this motherfucking money. You feel me?